Hello, and welcome to Our Dad is Wrong, the podcast where my brother Rocky and I talk sports with our dad using a generational divide. I'm Mike. I'm Rocky. And I'm Dad. Vic. Vic. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't say it this time. Uh, it's been a while. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing yeah, good. Kind of it's we been, to... uh, yeah, it's between... Uh, Michael's been working on uh, the NCAA tournament for CBS, and Rocky's been out of the country. We haven't had a chance to do this for a few weeks. Yeah, it's been rough. I've been in Bangladesh, yeah. which is about a 11-hour difference, 12-hour difference. So yeah. Yeah, that would have been, been tough to, to do. It's a record. Tough. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. weren't really interested in Bangladesh, Bangladesh cricket. So I got to watch some cricket. I got to tell you <laughs> what, actually. Uh, my, my father-in-law, Nika's father, uh, explained some of the rules of test cricket that I did not realize. Yeah. And we watched a little bit of cricket, and it's actually kind of a fun sport. I mean, the fact that we don't really have it over here makes it hard to follow. Right. Didn't I hear one time that cricket can take, like a cricket game could take like days? Yeah, so test cricket takes like five days. Oh so, I goodness. mean, you know, we maybe we'll do another podcast where I try and badly explain the rules of cricket as I understand when it. When do they yeah. sleep? I don't I don't understand. <laughs> well, they do. No, it's like five days. So they do. They play for eight hours and then come back the next day. And, wow. But it's like you That's score hundreds I want of it runs. To be, I want it to be straight. No, no, no. It's like, watch, it's like, watch, straight days. It's like yeah, watching yeah, a Yankee yeah. Red Sox game. <laughs> it's yeah, not right, too yeah. different. Yeah, that's actually true. Uh, or any baseball uh, game now. Yeah, that's really, true. That's true. And Dad, your surgery. You had your surgery, but you're doing good. I'm yeah, doing, doing well, right? Doing fine. Very minor surgery. Mm-hmm. Doing well. But uh, let's yeah. just let the audience know that I was prepared even the day after surgery to, to do this podcast. That but, is absolutely untrue. You that, very that, much told us you couldn't that's do it. Because, so. That's because I'm a, a baby boomer. We're a little tougher than Yeah, you absolutely told us you couldn't do it, and <laughs> that's you didn't not feel true. Good. Come so. on, all right, all right. What, what are we talking about first, yeah, Mike? Come on, let's go. Dad, on your best day, we would wipe the floor with you on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, okay. After surgery, whatever. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go get a surgery just so I can destroy yeah. you in this podcast. Yeah, really. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, all right, go ahead. All right, well, big, biggest story of uh, this weekend, at least for me at uh, a bachelor party down in Charleston, uh, was the Masters were happening over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods miraculously was playing in it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Scotty Scheffler got his fourth win in his last six starts. Uh, just for, for a Masters that didn't really have a great finish, there were a lot of good stories with it. Yeah, I, I think it was probably the first time I've ever wanted to hear about Tiger Woods. It was the first time that I, I've seen Tiger Woods do well at the Masters, and I was like, okay, you know what? Fine. This is a really good story. Because I really thought that he was never going to be able to play golf again. I mean, he had that horrific accident. What was it, 14 months ago? Yeah, um, and so for him I to come 14, out... And, yeah. Yeah, so for him to come out and make the cut at the Masters at all is like, I mean, this is the most impressive I've ever been with Tiger Woods. I mean, obviously, you know, such a great golfer, but for him to be able to tough that out, that that to me was the story of the Masters and, and well-deserved for him. Right. You know, I, it's funny because I, you know, you guys know that I was a huge Tiger guy. You know, yeah. early on, I loved him. I, I was right. hoping he'd win 40 majors. I just loved yep. watching him play. I loved his competitiveness. And then when all the extracurricular crap started, I, he lost me. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, uh, this weekend, I got all respect back for him. This guy, yeah. like Rocky said, what he went through, surgery, I mean, he almost lost a leg. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, he almost lost his life. And he comes back and not only competes, but makes the cut. You know, yeah. where, you know, uh, the Masters is, I mean, Augusta Nationals is an unbelievably tough course to walk. Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, for him to do that and just finish. You know, I know he yeah. had a, he blew up the last couple of rounds, and well, that's and okay. I, you expected yeah, that I, kind of. 
Yeah, I think the, uh, the it being yeah, but I agree. A, just for him to even be competitive right. and actually, yeah. you know, right. play with everybody else, that's right. so impressive. I mean, I look at, and, and I look I at a guy like Brooke, Brooke Kepska, who I picked to win the tournament, didn't yeah. even make the cut. So, so Tiger was amazing. Did he not? Wow, he made, no, he, he didn't. The cut. Yeah, no, yeah. And I mean, I think you're right. It being a hilly course had to have taken its toll on him. I mean, there's a reason that he just wasn't the right. same player that was, uh, over the weekend as he was on Thursday and Friday. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I generally feel the same way as you, Dad. Like, I also, like, kind of got off of him, uh, you know, after all the extra stuff. But at this point, I'm also like, look, he has a pretty good relationship with his ex-wife and everything. He seems like he's a really good dad and everything. Like, right. who are we to judge his personal life at a certain point yeah, when I, the people I, who are yeah. within his personal life seem to have forgiven him and, you know, uh, kind of gotten along with it? Well, it's easy to, um, easy to forget, forget, forgive when he's writing the checks. Well, but, yeah. but, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, let's, uh, for sure, but but, but I but no. I, I agree. First, you know, he's forty six years old. I think there's a level of maturity now that he knows that the end is closer than the beginning, and yeah. uh, and I just think uh, you know, he, uh, the way he played. I mean, he he can go out there and, and still win a tournament. I believe. I don't know if he can win a major. I probably not. But he can go out there and win a Honda Classic. You mean? Look, oh yeah, said, absolutely. But I mean, we we said he couldn't win a major, and then he won the Masters in 2019. That's so, true. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Yeah, he, he he is capable of doing that. This, is true. You know? it, it, but again, maybe after this accident, maybe not. Right. Maybe he just won't have the right. the you know the the strength to do it. But it, de- it definitely was a compelling watch. It really was because you're right. The, the tournament itself. I mean, Scotty Scheffler is a phenomenal golfer. Was oh, she was oh, she on yeah. the Ryder Cup team? He was. He, he was. was. Captain Spick. He was oh, a captain's wow. pick, and 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 uh, I remember um, even watching him last year and thinking that this kid came out of nowhere. And he well, was. Yeah. He, and it was like a surprise that he made the the Ryder Cup, if I remember right. correctly. And then he got uh, you know in the on the last day when they were going singles, he beat John Rahm four and three. Right. Like. Right. I mean, it was a really impressive. That was almost like the coming out party right. for him. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, before before. Uh, uh, the, the Phoenix Open, he had won zero tournaments in his career, right. and now he's on four of them since the Phoenix Open. That's, cr- that's true. Is is was Super Bowl Sunday? You know, I mean, it's not that long. It's that's... it's it's funny. It, it 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 makes you appreciate a guy like Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, these guys that have such longevity. Because oh, yeah. these guys, there's a lot of guys, especially in the last ten years, that have burst onto the scene, mm-hmm. like Jason Day. Steve. And yeah, uh, yeah. speed yeah. and guys like that that just you know blow it up and say this guy's going to win you know fifteen twenty majors yeah and then they just they fade it's so hard because I think once you start making that huge amount of money I think it's uh, your concentration wavers a little bit and you and, you, and but but these yeah. guys these greats are so focused that they can last ten fifteen years like that it's unbelievable yeah. well that's a, you know we were I was even thinking about you know with all those like good young golfers and everything. And, like, probably the most consistent one over the last decade to 15 years has been Dustin Johnson. Correct. Which I was like, and, you know, yeah. he, he had his, uh, you, know, you know, he had his problems with uh, uh, cocaine and everything. Right. You know, his, his extracurricular stuff. Right. But he's been pretty consistently at the top for, right. for this whole time. And I think John Rahm is going to be kind so of. So do I. I think he's the next but, guy. I think he, yeah, I I, he's already I got a major, well. but yeah. I think he's a, for the next five yeah. or six years, he's going to be the next guy. Yeah. yeah, although Scheffler, I mean, Scheffler's only 26. It's not like, I know, I know, he, looked, I know. he looks like he's 50, but yeah. he is only 26 years <laughs> yeah. old. 25, uh, he, he turns 26 this year. Oh, he turns um, 26. Yeah, he turns 26 in June. So as I'm saying, oh, yeah, right. he's young. Yeah. I, honestly, seeing guys like this, you know, win majors is is great because it does make you appreciate the guys who have the longevity and the consistency. Right. Because in an individual sport, that's the hardest thing to do, right? Correct. Like, if you're a professional golfer, 
And not that I'm saying that Scheffler got lucky. Obviously, he's playing very well. But any pro golfer can win a major, right? You, you just have a great weekend, right. and you win it. I mean, it's happened, right? You have guys right. who come out of absolutely nowhere, win a major, and then just completely go away. Mike Weir won the Masters. I That's mean, right. It's, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, there are other examples that are, like, on the tip of my tongue, but all, you know, guys who have just kind of won and done. Yeah, Trevor so, Immelman won right. the Masters. Oh, yeah, Trevor Immelman, I remember. that. So... Yeah, yeah, and so, these guys are phenomenal golfers. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, right, yeah. but it's just like they're yeah. not like all timers right, that you right. put in. Like right, the exactly. Won the yeah. Masters that year. Yeah. Right. So for a guy to be able to win major after major like that, even to win three or four majors, is such a gargantuan task. Right. It right. makes you appreciate those. Sure. Those great well, and that's I, I, Sergio. Uh, Sergio was the best golf. You know, yeah. one of the best golfers in the world for twenty years and never won a major right. until he finally won the Masters that time. It's I mean, hard. It's, yeah. Hey, Mickelson took tough. years and years and years to win a major. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he ended, right. Up, he ended yeah. up with like six or seven yeah, or whatever he right. won. But yeah, right. you're right. It took him a while to yep. get Yeah. And it was a big monkey on his back, right? Everybody was saying he'd never win one. Right. Right. So, yeah, it was a big thing. Yeah. So, all right. I think uh, that's good for the Masters for now. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's go to the NFL because the NFL is ever omnipresent. Yeah. Uh, we'll, let's talk about the Browns a little bit because the uh, Deshaun Watson trade and contract happened uh, while we were while we were away. So, somehow, Baker Mayfield still hasn't been traded, too. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a very interesting situation going on there. What do you guys think about that? Oh, got it, Rock. I, 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 it's so strange because the Browns, obviously, they've been a laughing stock for so long. And over the last two or three years, they've really kind of built back up their credibility in a lot of ways. I think they were becoming a little bit more of a national team. I was becoming more of a fan of theirs, and I really wanted to see them be successful um, you know, yeah, obviously not, you know, it wasn't, you know, a perfect team or whatever, but it was fun to watch. Now, I feel like the air has totally been let out of that. I don't want to see the Browns succeed at all. Um, you know, just the fact that they traded for Deshaun Watson with everything that's going on with him. Um, I, you know, look, he's not the worst person ever to play the game of football. Um, there are a lot of people who have done awful things. I just think that the timing, the kind of contract that they gave him, which seems like it's meant to, um, you know, sort of play into the advantages that they can get from his current legal situation, it just feels so filthy to me. And then what's going on with Baker, I mean, how do you mistreat a guy like that? I mean, not only have they replaced him with Deshaun Watson, I mean, that you know, that's business, that is what it is, but put him on his next team, let him know where he's going to be, um... The fact that they're playing with him like this is is really bizarre. I actually like Baker. Um, you know, he's definitely got a chip on his shoulder. He's got an attitude, but I think he's a decent quarterback. He's very passionate. I hope he lands somewhere and is successful somewhere. Um, but the Browns with Deshaun Watson, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they deserve each other. I hope nothing but the worst for Deshaun Watson and the Browns. But I do hope Baker Mayfield lands on his feet somewhere. I really do. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear me something say something I've never said before. Rocky, agree with 100%. 100%. Wow, nothing. I couldn't say no, it better. No I problems. cannot say it better. You know, fun, I heard Well, Baker, you couldn't say it better. Yeah, Rod's true. I heard Baker Mayfield on the radio today, and yeah. he, was, he was just some clips, and he was talking about how he feels so, so dissed by this whole thing because yeah, he was right. promised other stuff. You know, the guy really, he played with a torn labrum this year in his shoulder. Yeah. I mean, he played hard all year. He played on the uh, – and the year before, he was very good. Yeah. So for them to take this 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 guy who I mean twenty was it twenty two women accuse him twenty two yeah. twenty whatever it is I yeah. mean again 
I'm not saying he's guilty because he hasn't on trial yet, but come on, 22 women, and you're right, Rock, they gave him a guaranteed contract? Yeah. I mean, for hundreds the of millions biggest, of dollars? The biggest guaranteed contract in the history of the NFL. I know. I mean, I mean right. and, and look, he's a great quarterback. He's a top-five quarterback, no doubt. But yeah. you know what? Let's, let it play out before you reward this guy like this. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you figure he's he's such a good quarterback, he was going to land somewhere. But as an outsider looking in, you figure wherever he landed, I would have animosity toward that team, right? Like, if you're Cleveland, why are you making that deal? Especially since you have Baker. Like, I don't think getting a quarterback like Watson is necessarily going to be what puts him over the hump. Right. Um, so I, it, it felt like a, an own goal to me, like a needless right. decision to go ahead and do that. And if they, if they were, if they were really good people they would just tell baker mayfield we're releasing you you know yeah. we'll take we'll right. take the financial right. hit and go sign right. with whoever you want to sign yeah, with that's right. what they, they should do, do. but they're not right. going to do that i know i know they would never do that but that's i mean they they completely misplayed their hand when it comes to at least the baker part of it they were asking for a first round pick for baker after right. that and it's like yeah they had no leverage of that in the first place so right. then a couple of the other quarterback spots got filled and now like i mean the panthers are probably going to draft a quarterback right like the Falcons, maybe the Seahawks, maybe Seattle's going to want him because they seem like maybe they're not like completely uh, going full rebuild. Right. But like, I don't know the fact like the Falcons would gain nothing from it. Right. I, yeah. I just the, like the spots that he can even go to are so limited at this point. Right. And they're like, why? Why would anybody give up anything of value for Baker in the first place? True. Why didn't they just trade him to Houston? I don't understand because they're they're really rolling with uh, what's his face? Dave Mills. Yeah. Davis Mills. <laughs> That's true. I, <laughs> why not? I mean, he was stati- honestly, statistically, he was the best rookie quarterback last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. But I, I mean, mean, it's, I, you yeah. know, just because he was a third round. I mean, you wouldn't have gotten Russell Wilson if that was. You yeah, know. true. You know, he, there are plenty of quarterbacks who have been successful out of the first round. Right. It's fine, especially with that offensive line, with those receivers to, you know, and uh, yeah. that was actually the most impressive of all the rookie quarterbacks. I, you you are actually right. Yeah. He's, yeah. I, I think, mean, he, I, yeah. Making fun least, of Davis Mills is outdated by a year, I think. Right. At least, at least enough to deserve another year to yeah. see what he can do, I think. Right. But then again, it, you could have said the same thing about Dave Culley and he's gone, so... Sure, but that's that's another story. Just just because yeah. they made one other stupid mistake doesn't mean that they could they should keep uh, repeating that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I feel the same way as as you guys do, obviously with uh, with the Sean. I am kind of happy that because apparently he's not going to be suspended for this year yet because it's not going to be going to trial within this year. So the way that they uh, uh, you know tried to do those cap savings and like not have him not lose that much money on this first year, like might not work for them you yeah know, where his base salary okay. is only a million dollars this year you have to yeah. struggle by um, with the 10 million next year yeah yeah i mean look uh, it's it's unjust but i know it's i know it is. i know hey, look yeah you know it's whatever the whatever the market bears right yeah i will say my very cynical and completely unfounded theory is that he was not charged in texas because they knew that if he wasn't charged he would just get traded and become another state's problem Uh, but (laughs) but he is still facing these civil suits and so yeah i mean he's just gonna have this cloud hanging over him it's like such such a bad situation he's gonna settle all those suits you watch he'll settle all those suits for 100 grand 150 grand each and and they'll all go away uh, if they agree to settle, I don't know. This lawyer seems very determined to take them to court. Also, yeah, so well, if he can get some people to yeah, hold out, yeah, I think out, I, I think know. it's I think they want to like make it a make it a thing at a certain point. Yeah, and I it th- should be, especially if he's not going to trial. I for agree a with criminal you. Case, but they'll it settle. Should be yeah. something out of it. Most of these women are just you know uh, working women who don't make a lot of money. So yeah. if they get they get one hundred fifty grand offered to them, I think they'll jump at it. I really yeah, do. no, that's probably true. Probably true. Maybe, but 
you hope that, I mean, again, you, you want justice yeah. to be served, but... I know. Yeah. But on the yeah. other... It you know, rarely is. Right. Another thing with the NFL, I, I'm looking so so much for the draft. I'm looking so forward to the draft this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, mostly yeah, because we, we are because we right, got two top Giants ten fans. Picks. We got two top. <laughs> Unfortunately, we we that bad that we have two top ten picks. Well, but uh, it's going to be a fun draft, I think, this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm always very in tune to the draft, so yeah. Can, I mean, we'll we'll talk about that more next week, probably. Yeah. But what's that, yeah, what are you right, saying, Rock? Right. I'm sorry. No, I was going to ask about a draft question, but you're right. Let's uh, let's save it for next week. No, okay. no, 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 ask. no, 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 no. Ask. Uh, I was going to ask you, uh, who you see uh, the Giants getting because yeah, Mike, you are pretty plugged into that stuff. I'm curious what you think they're going to do with those picks. I think the Giants are going to go whichever lineman is available at. F- well, I think they're going to try and trade down from five or seven. Oh, probably okay. from five. I think they want to. I think they want another pick for next year um, to go get their quarterback in case yeah. they move on from Daniel Jones. Uh, if they don't and they stay, I think they're going to take whatever offensive lineman is there at five, probably yeah. Evan Neal from Alabama. Okay. Uh, and then at seven, either an edge rusher. Or more likely, I think uh, Sauce Gardner, the corner from uh, okay. Cincinnati. But all right, Those no running backs this year, huh? <laughs> no more Dave Gettleman. So yeah, you no, hope seriously. not. Uh, well, I build out that offensive line is the best thing they can possibly do. So true. Yeah, that's, that's it's, it's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's he's done a nice job so far. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for an offensive lineman and an edge rusher. That's all I'm, I'm asking for. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I think there'll be more edge rushers to get in the second round, and I think that's why. Maybe there's a couple, there's a couple of guys who could still be there. All right, uh, moving on from there. Then uh, the final four was last week. I was there for that. I was working, uh, but it was Coach K, his last game until he unretires. But for now, it's his last game in that loss in that excellent uh, semifinals against. UNC. That was a great game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys? What'd you guys see even there? Well, for, for, let me give kudos to my son Michael because I, you know, I don't follow his college basketball until you know probably end of January after football's over, and he told me the best team in the country is Kansas, and he was right. They were the best team I saw all year. Yeah, they, they played really, really well. They did. They were just deep. I mean, they, you know, they, they, they said. I was I was depressed because I'm a Villanova uh, guy, and uh, they didn't have a chance. But they they really didn't. They really didn't. even for the kid that got hurt. You know, he it, it wouldn't matter that much. They were just uh, Kansas was that much better. And uh, you know, I thought the North Carolina Duke game was one of the better Final Four games I've seen in the last ten years. Uh, just yep. because again, because of Coach K, and it was um, you know Hubert Davis. I like he's, he's the next Nick, so I kind of like him. Sure, sure. And, and uh, but uh, I'm not, I was I've always whenever UNC played Duke, I was always a Duke guy. I know yeah. that's not very popular. Most people don't like Duke. Yeah, I'm, but I'm I, the opposite. But I like excellence. I just like excellence, and I think Coach K was was one of the greatest coaches ever. Oh, you know, yeah. he um, he never got really into trouble. I mean, he 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 graduated players up until the last couple of years. He didn't have the one and dones. Yeah. But uh, you know, times change. But I thought he was phenomenal, and it would have been nice to see him go out on top. But but you know what? He did go out on top. Yeah, honestly, I so I, I'm kind of the same as you, actually, Dad. I like Coach K. I'm not a Duke fan, but I, you know, I like Coach K. I think he runs a good program. I think it's weird that so many people hate Duke so much, but they're so successful. Right. Um, I wasn't totally unhappy with the way he went out because he still got to the Final Four. Um, you know, he played a classic game against UNC, and now there's a whole team of UNC basketball players who can say that they beat Coach K so bad that he literally retired. <laughs> so I think that that's pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, I mean, look, it was just, it was a great tournament. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I really had no desire to see Coach K go out on top. I think he had a great tournament right. to begin with. As as yeah. Mike said, I think you're absolutely right. I think Kansas was the best team. It's always nice to see the best team win. Right. Obviously, I was enamored with the um, the St. Peter's story. Um, oh, of course. But, uh, great you know, story. I, I, yeah, uh, you know, I knew that they weren't going to make it, but, I mean, it was so great seeing them right. continue to win. So. You know, it's funny, especially being yeah. from New Jersey, you know, where yeah. it was our backyard right. here, and um, they played so confidently the first three games. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But the, I think the, 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 the lead eight game, they finally looked at themselves and said, holy crap, if we win this game, right. we'll go to the final four. And right. they just right. couldn't that do was anything. Finally- Finally, playing not to lose. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. look, they're still. I mean, the, they're they're a 15 seed. They're still the first seed, uh, uh, team right. lower than a 12 right. to make the right. elite eight. I yeah, mean, there's yeah. still no 13s or 14s even. Though. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable what they yeah. did. But uh, I mean, they were like, you know, uh, they were they were asking them about it, and they were like, yeah, like we're not like scared of the moment. We've crossed JFK Boulevard in yeah. Jersey City. Like, <laughs> well, like well, this is nothing for us. No, yeah, it's yeah, true. It's like, like Frogger. Well, yeah. honestly, they, they should hang a banner for that Elite Eight. I mean, that's that's oh, such a great will. story. I that's yeah. a legendary run, team, baby, so. run they, arena. They had a big parade in, in Jersey City. I mean, it was a big oh, yeah? thing. Yeah, the Friday after the tournament. It was, it was pretty yeah. cool. Okay. Um, you know, the, the problem now is, of course, the coach leaves and goes to Seton Hall. And right. Right. the whole the whole team went into the transfer yeah, portal. They're all, they're all starting to transfer. So they're all, wow. they're all yeah, going. I mean, uh, yeah. so it's, uh, well, that's, you know. <laughs> you know, we're, uh, me and a couple of my buddies were, uh, were talking about it, and we were like, wouldn't it be cool if like Coach K came back and decided to go coach St. Peter's and like, <laughs> and that's that's the Rick Rick Pitino is in uh, the MAAC that's too. True. So you got Coach K and Rick Pitino yeah, in that league. Pretty like, cool. yeah, maybe maybe bring Roy Williams back. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, right. but that's exactly what's going to happen. Back into the yeah, just like have it be a whole uh, the cradle whole, of coaches, you know, northeast right in the MAAC. The yeah. Ma-ac. yeah, right. That's <laughs> right. The Ma-ac. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but um, it was it was yeah, good though. Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't like Coach K, generally speaking. I do recognize he's probably the second best college basketball coach of all time. Arguably the best, but I would still probably go wouldn't. I think they yeah. just have to. Um, but you're right. I mean, it was just like it was it was still difficult, like not to root for him. In right. that. Like it was just such yeah. a great story. Right. Like, you know, I, I find him a little a little douchey, a little bit, uh, you know. He's a bit hoity-toity. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, I don't love that, you know, like, the, the lecturing opponents after wins and stuff. Like, yeah, that, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't yeah, love yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Hey, but, look, uh, he, he, he's been in the Army, so he's a, he's a good man. Yo, so, yeah, he absolutely is. One thing I wish they do, would change, I know they never will because of money. I wish they'd get out of these big arenas when they're playing basketball. So you know, what? They, I, mean, I, was, yeah. I, I wish they would go to a basketball arena and play in, you know, where, where winds aren't affecting the balls. I mean, that's how big those are. Those, well, uh, not at the now. It wasn't. Yeah, come on. There, it's, a, it's what, 70,000 people watching a basketball game? Just just ha- have it in an arena with 20,000 and just charge more. Why don't they have it at uh, my high school basketball gym? Why don't yeah, they? Be, uh... Why don't they? It'd be more legit than a 70,000 arena uh, behemoth. <laughs> I, I, I hate do always like I do always like it definitely changes the game slightly yes. just because play Thank it's going you. to have a little bit of a uh, uh depth perception no difference in the way yeah depth perception is just yeah. going to change a little bit but on this at the same time like they get practice time in there like you, you get uh, used to it I mean you know you, yeah. 
it's college. Honestly, there should be weird arenas, weird stadiums, all kinds of odd stuff. I'm surprised that there aren't even weirder places that they play basketball in. So, well, big stadium, small stadium. Well, well, early in the season, they play on an aircraft carrier. So, yeah, right. No, that's weird. Yeah, but that's a gimmick. That's a gimmick. But Navy should do that all year long. Yeah, that would, that would be that'd be quite a, a home field, a home court advantage, yeah. I mean, right? You, gotta, you, yeah. f- you fly them in on the Harrier jets, like <laughs> be, hmm. yeah, intimidate your opponent. <laughs> All uh, right, uh, moving on to baseball now. We're going to stay on baseball for a little bit here because the season finally started. Uh, I was actually at the Yankee game yesterday, where uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit three home runs against us, so that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but let's not discuss that yet. Let's go against, to... Well, he, he pitched against a number three pitcher. He hit against a number three pitcher, so... Oh, God. You are insufferable. <laughs> um, Garrett Cole's not my favorite. Yeah, clearly. Just <clears throat> came in second in the Cy Young last year. Uh, Clayton Kershaw was pulled after seven innings of perfect of perfect pitching the other day. Uh, what do you guys think about that there? Let me start oh, on this one. Opinion. Yeah, yeah Dad. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Let's, let's hear this. I am horrified they took him out of the game. I don't care that he, he only had 65 pitches in a, in a simulated game. He threw 80 pitches. He struck out 13 guys. He having had great stuff. He's throwing about eight, eight or nine pitches an inning. Let him pitch the eighth inning. If you see any trouble, if he walks a guy, take him out. But let the guy try and pitch a perfect game. There's only been like 22 perfect games in the history of baseball. This is it drives me crazy that they baby these guys like this. Now, you know, I know Kershaw was covering for his manager when he said, you know, it was the right decision, this and that. You can't tell me a competitive major league player didn't want to try and pitch a perfect game. Go ahead. What do you guys I'm think? sure he wanted to try and pitch a perfect game, but well, let that's him. not the game. But, well, let but him. He, what do you mean, let him? He's an employee of the team. The so team is supposed what? to be winning baseball games. You want to protect the guy's arm. Oh, you want to make sure God. that you win the game. He's going if to protect you decide the guy's arm. The perfect game is a novelty. I mean, you know, it's a fun. Novelty? It's nice to watch. It yeah, makes it you is. immortal. It makes you immortal. He already, he's Clayton Kershaw. So no one's going to forget about Clayton Kershaw. Don't perfect worry. Perfect game is a perfect game. You don't take no, 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 the game. No, 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 no. Look, I, in, in a circumstance in which, you know, he's cruising, he's healthy, he's got the stamina, great, let him stay in and do it. He was but, cruising and he is healthy. Well, apparently not because they took him out after a certain they, number because of they, Because they baby count. these guys for nothing. You, if they ever try to get Bob Gibson out of a game like that, he'd pick the manager up and throw him over the over the dugout. I he'd mean, you probably, he'd probably get suspended for doing that. You know what? Yeah, you I mean, got yeah. the like, guy, These guys are being babied. That's why the reason these guys have arm problems today because they don't throw enough. They don't. These guys in the old days used to throw and throw and throw. Uh, uh, what so, I have heard. Wait, what I have heard is that when he came out to the mound, Kershaw said that ideally he would stay in for one more inning. So that to me gives you even more reason to pull him because if Kershaw is telling you I'm going to stay in for the eighth well that's still not enough to get him the perfect game but you're still risking his arm so take him out at that point why are you risking his arm he's never had arm problems he's had back problems or his back yeah whatever whatever but but you're risk. I mean you know he's he's got an injury you're trying to protect him it's not, not, it's not a big deal it's I not disagree. a big deal all right so every week here we're going to be doing uh, a list whether it's a top five or top ten whatever we we decide on any given week um so this week we decided to do uh, our five most unbreakable records in North American sports. So not soccer, but uh, baseball, basketball, football, hockey. So uh, golf and tennis. Well, and golf and tennis. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, Dad, you've seen more of these records than, than me and Rocky have. So why don't you get us started on this? All right. 
Um, I have some honorable mentions here, too, because some of these records are just to me, you know, I I had a preconceived idea in my head of what I was going to take, and then I started doing some research, and there's records on there that are just incredible that I don't think be broken. But um, uh, obviously, um, Cal Ripken's uh, consecutive game streak, I think, is unbreakable, but it's not one of my top five. Let me give you my honorable mentions. Um, Celtics winning eight straight titles is, is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Johnny Vandermeer, two consecutive no hitters. Right. Again, that it may be tied, never be broken. Hmm. Um, Wayne Gretzky scoring ninety two goals in a season. I don't think it's ever going to happen again. And a, in a different season, he's had one hundred sixty three assists. Yeah. So that's I mean, he's insane. Some, hey, his, it is insane. His numbers are it is insane. Um, Barry Bonds, 120 intentional walks in one season. I don't yeah. think Levy broke. I mean, that's 99% of the guys don't walk 120 times, let alone intentionally. Yeah. yeah. And my other honorable mention was Will Chamberlain's 55 rebounds in a game. You know, yeah. today, if a guy gets 12 rebounds, you think he was a monster. 55 yeah. rebounds. I mean, it, it's incredible to me. All right, here's my top five. Number five is Byron Nelson, the golfer, winning 18 times in one year, okay. 1945. That's never going to happen again. It's. Uh, <laughs> You know, if a guy wins yeah. five or six tournaments, that's a it's a it's a all time yeah. year. Right. Uh, my number four is Will Chamberlain, averaging forty eight point three minutes a game in a season. Now there's only forty eight minutes in a game, mm-hmm. which yeah. means that he played every minute of every game, including overtimes that yeah. season. That's never going to happen again, guys. Guys, you know, don't play three consecutive games anymore. So that, that's, that's incredible. Never, I didn't even know he had that. Yeah. Neither did I yeah, until yeah, I read I, that. Neither did I. Oh, I thought you told me that in the first place, Dad. I, I, I told you. I, I, know, I knew that happened, yeah. but I never thought it was over 48 minutes. Yeah. So That's insane. Yeah. Yep. My number three is Ty Cobb stealing home 54 times in his career. Yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, I know right. it's a different game. Right. But that's never happening again. Yeah. And my one and two is by the same guy. Mm-hmm. Really, Cy Young, five hundred eleven wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which again is if a guy. I don't think a guy's going to win three hundred games anymore the way baseball's played. So yeah. five hundred eleven wins, and number one is Cy Young, seven hundred and forty nine complete games. Yeah, again, today the leader every year the leader has three. Yep. So yeah, that's nobody's going to come close to that. Yeah. So that's my five most unbreakable records in sports. Yeah, I, I would also like to say, I, I think none of these are like. Possible to be broken, like that's no right, know, like, right. Even my own yeah. mentions yeah. for, for the most part, for the most part, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, who's up so, next? Rock, yeah, Rock, you can go. go. All right, okay, um, Dad. I think you got a lot of the honorable mentions. One honorable mention um, that I almost put in there, actually, I was on there and then I took it off. Was Ricky Henderson's uh, stolen base record? Just because he had over fourteen hundred stolen bases, I think. <coughs> excuse me. You know, guys don't steal bases nearly enough to even get close to that number. I mean, you talk about the game being a little bit different, but Henderson did that in the 80s and 90s. And just since then, the game has changed so much. I never see anybody even breaking 1,000 That's steals, a great point. Right? That's a great point. And so, the uh, fact that he yeah. stole so many bases every season and played for 20-something years. Right. Right, and yes. was still stealing bases at the end. Right, right, I mean, right, right. Incredible. Yeah, exactly. Look at Henderson um, just want to play baseball. Yep. Well, we just, just want to play baseball. baseball. Um, also, Brett Favre's uh, Ironman streak. Um, I think 321 games, including playoffs. Again, you know, almost impossible for somebody to do. I I don't even know how he did it. Really, the only reason I didn't put it on there is because I feel like 
it's such an anomaly, like it could happen again, like it shouldn't have happened in the first place. True, yeah. true. Um, and then I think you got most of the others, Dad. In fact, some of your uh, some of your honorable mentions are actually on my list. So why don't I just get to my list? Yeah, I got a bunch of those too. So number five, uh, I also had Ty Cobb on my list, but uh, for him I had his three sixty seven career batting average. Uh, um, that's so true. Yeah. I found out that since 1990, there have only been two seasons where someone has hit 367. And Ty Cobb's entire career batting average, 367. <laughs> so I just feel like, again, you know, that I feel like this is, of all the records I have on here, it's the most fair one. Like the one that could be beaten, right. but just never will be because those kinds of batting averages just cannot exist anymore right. nowadays. Right. Like you would need to be the greatest baseball player of all time to top that. Sure. Um, you know, and then some. So, right. um, number uh, four, Johnny Vandermeer, back to back no hitters. Again, kind of feels like cheating. Kind of feels like the Fernando Tatis two grand slams in one inning, where it's like, yeah, you kind of almost assume no one could ever beat it. But like, yeah, you know, I mean, it is kind of insane that he pitched two no hitters right, in a row. Right, right. Again, technically, you could pitch three no hitters in a row, but it's so bizarre to even pitch one no hitter let alone two back-to-back, Correct. that I could never see anybody ever doing yeah. that again. All right, number three, uh, I had Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. So the reason why this is on there is because the concept of having a 100-point game in the NBA right now, it's like a clown show. It's like something you would expect <laughs> to see in a Harlem Globetrotters game. That's true. Uh, you know, once somebody got close to 100 points, he would get <clears throat> pulled. I mean, even when Kobe got 81 points... That was in, what, 2006, 2007? Somewhere around there. And that was considered such an anomaly. People after that game were even saying, oh, such a ball hog for even being able to do that. So I just feel like that's something that no one would be allowed to do nowadays. True. If you handed it to one guy, he might be able to put up 100 points. but And he was still 19 points short, Colby. Right, right. Exactly. Right, right. right. Yeah, he was, He's he a was whole game short. He was a good right. game was, short. Yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think that's ever going to get touched. Um, number two is uh, Boston Celtics eight straight NBA championships. I think it is impossible for any team in any of the four major sports to win eight straight championships today. Yeah, I, I would it, put it that could, on. It could never happen. Um, I, I could see why you wouldn't put it on the list, but I mean, if it, for a team to win three straight championships is considered a legendary dynasty nowadays. Right. Eight straight championships. I mean, could you imagine if a football team won from, you know, 2010 to 2018? Like right. it's just, That's true. It, it's unfathomable. So, so yeah, so that's number two for me. And, and they won 10 broken. out of 11, too. They lost yeah, they one, they won two right. more. Yeah, they, right, yeah, yes, exactly. right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just so, you know, a, a period of dominance will never, ever be matched. Yeah. And then number one for me, Cy Young. I mean, yeah, Dad, I, you know, I could have put Cy Young. He could have filled out the entire list, right. right? But I actually had the exact same number one as you. 749 complete games. I mean, that's such a ridiculous number. Ridiculous. I mean, it would be like it would be like saying that the home run record is 6,000 home runs. Yep. Like it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, just, right. it's just a number that you can't even <laughs> that's, imagine that's how right. somebody it's, could it's get an, that. It's an impossibility. Yeah, right. Yeah, 749 complete games. I mean, if a pitcher starts 749 games for their entire career, they're probably a borderline Hall of Famer right. just to begin with. Right. To have 749 complete games... Yeah, I'm sorry. No one will ever touch it. No one will come within 500 complete games of that from here that's on right. out. Right. So that is just number one. Maybe for me. Clayton Kershaw, the most untouchable. Yeah, well, maybe Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> I don't know. He needs a different manager, but we'll see. As long as he can do it in 65 pitches, I mean. That's but you're right. Think, well, think yes. about think about that that if you if you pitch if you play for 20 years, yeah, at 20 complete games a year, you're only a little over halfway there. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. That would be absolutely yeah, it's insane. Impossible. 
yeah, so I have a couple of... One, uh, I'm a little surprised nobody said... Jo I mean, I actually also don't have him on this, but I'm also surprised yeah. Joe DiMaggio didn't get uh, or, uh, brought up yet, the, the hitting streak. No, yeah. I, again, it's, because... I don't think it's unbreakable. No, I don't either. That's why I yeah. didn't put it on, on here anywhere. But just guys, like, had, is like it may be like unbreakable in today's baseball. It's still not. No, like, I don't know. It's, you still like, see guys no. get 40, you know... Uh, 40. Well, you haven't seen that in 30 years, though. No, somebody I like, mean, like 10 or 15 years, I think, got to like 40. Yeah, not, not, no, I don't think no, so. Not that close. No, yeah, I know Pete you're Rose talking was, about. Was it Luis like Castillo? I think it was Luis Castillo. Yeah, Pete, yeah, yeah. Pete Rose got to 44 right. back in the 80s. Yeah. And that was the you know the closest anybody got, yeah. which was, again, 12, still 12 uh, short. Again, like, but because he got to 44, I think it could happen. Right, that's, right, that's my yeah. thing. Right, it's not like, but that's just like the quintessential, like when you say unbreakable right. record, that's immediately right. where your first right. thought goes because right. it's just the record. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I, I looked at a lot of records thinking, oh, this has got to be unbreakable. But then I'm like, but, you know, like, obviously this number of whatever was thought to be an insane number before the person came along and did it. Right, so, like, right. Right. yeah, you're right. Like, Any of these. Like, a 56-game hitting streak is insane. Right. But it was it would have been thought insane before he did it, too. And right. if somebody were to do it today, it would be insane. Right. But, like, there's nothing. The game hasn't changed in a way that would prevent somebody from doing it. Just another insane thing would have to happen the same way it did the first time. Right. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So my if somebody would if somebody would just bunt against the shift, they could do it in a in, in two <laughs> well, months. Was the last well, year but there is no it. shift anymore. Well, was the last so year they well, could do it now? Yeah. I, mean, I know. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so all right. So my uh, my honorable mentions. I also had Johnny Vandermeer back to back no hitters. Uh, I had I with you rock Ricky Henderson fourteen oh six steals, yep. and it's just just because the game's going away from steals. And it's just, you know, yep. again, with analytics and yeah. stuff, it's just, it's not going to go back to it. That's just going to win the day. Um, yeah. And another one that uh, you guys didn't say, uh, Tiger Woods, 142 straight cuts made. Which I is, almost put that on my honorable mention. Yeah, that's a good one. Insane amount. It I is mean, insane. It's like, it is insane. That yeah. is something. I mean, that is, really, that is unbelievable yeah. to me. Is, is. But, you know, there were some of them, too, where I was like, all you really need is for one player to be especially dominant. Like, it doesn't even need to be a player as good as Tiger. It could just be an especially weak field for a few years. Like, so those like, are the kinds of things I could see yeah, somebody slipping through a record. But it needs to be like record. seven straight years of... Guys, like yeah. you know, that, I know, that, that, I know. The, the again, I, it's, it's an honorable mention. I didn't put it on my list, but it's right. And yeah, I, I mean, Tiger true. Woods deserves deserves Tiger a Woods. Yep. Woods revitalized the game of golf in the public consciousness so much that Tiger Woods created the kid who was going to break that record. I promise. M maybe you might be. Maybe that's good point, yeah, Rock. Good that, point. Uh, all right, so number five for me. I also, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm repeating something on all these. Um, Barry Bonds, 120 intentional walks. It's yeah. just, and again, it's like, <laughs> that's last for me just because it's like, again, like that is such an insane number, but like, I know maybe somebody is that dominant one day. Like, again, you're right. Like we didn't think Barry Bonds, a guy like Barry Bonds would be able to come along and be that dominant for that stretch of time. But like, right. yeah. but he was, you know, steroids or no, I mean, that was un unreal that that five year span he had. Yeah, right. I mean, really, if you just take a guy like Mike Trout and put him in a lineup with absolutely no protection, I mean, that that was the thing with Barry Bonds. There was no one around him. Right. So That's if you true. take a guy who's that good, I mean, I don't know about 120, but yeah. You know, but the even, even could then, be right. it was he doesn't. You know, he didn't have the the power that Bonds had at that point and stuff. Well, so, yeah, I mean, was, yeah, you know, yeah. Coming right off the 73 home runs and everything. It also true, became year, it also yeah. became the thing to do that year was to well that's true walk also him. right that, well yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, he, he kind of snowballed he was getting center. intentionally yep. walked yeah. with the bases loaded I mean it's, right it was crazy. right right <laughs> yeah uh, so number four for me is uh, Cal Ripken two hundred 
2,632 straight games yeah. again. I almost put that on too, Mike. Right, again, it's just the, the way the game is going. Just they're not right. playing guys that much. You know, rest days. Right, we got to have rest days. And it's just – and the other part of it is, again, guys are just getting injured more now too. And I think yeah. it's just because guys are bigger, faster, stronger now. And, like, you kind of have to get to that level in order to compete with, with the best – players in the world but it's that puts a strain on your joints that puts a See, strain I don't on agree your knee. That puts... I don't agree they're lifting too many weights baseball players are lifting too many weights and I think that they they should be doing more stretching look at Ichiro Ichiro could hit with power if he wanted to he never got hurt he stretched it's a, it's all the time it's easy to say he could do it if he wanted to but he didn't do it like I don't know but like, he, that's... okay so uh, he... every time I hear dad make these outrageous claims all I can hear is George Costanza in the batting cage with Derek Jeter <laughs> yeah, in six games <laughs> yeah listen Guys can stay healthy if they just would adhere to stretching and doing yoga and stuff like that rather than lifting weights, lifting weights. You don't need it. Do you have to hit a 450-foot home run? What's the matter with a 410-foot home run? Well, but that's not for the 450-foot home runs. It's for the balls that would have gone 320, and now they're going 340. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Get, that's where you get those extra home runs. Don't agree. Oh, and, okay. And, how, and, and you can't hit home runs from the, uh, from the bench when you're in a sling. No, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. But I'm saying you may not even get that chance in the first. I place never heard of an oblique industry until the last, uh, injury until the last ten years. I didn't even know what an oblique was until the last ten years. All these guys do is pull obliques now. Yeah, they they are inventing new muscles yeah, in yeah, people yeah. just to these guys are building them up. It's like how guys used to down. die of old age, and you don't hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, yeah, fun, yeah. make fun of the old man. But all I know is when I was growing up, these guys played 150, 160 games each. They uh, would hurt the same muscles. They would just drink whiskey and pop amphetamines. Yeah, that's and not true. Play. Not true. They would all true. die when they were 45. Not true. All right. Not true. Uh, number three for me, I also, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, 48.5. I saw it was 48.5 minutes per game. Uh, uh, whatever it is. Still, yeah, still over 48. Way, over 48 it's minutes. A, yeah. Right. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> lunacy. He never played less than yep. 40 minutes in a game that year. Um, no. Well, you know, the, the best thing about Chamberlain, just interject something here, Mike. And Rock, the um, you know Chamberlain was a superior athlete. He was a world class high jumper. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he he actually played his uh, when he first got into the pros. He played with the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, I he know. Was oh, that, yeah. He was that good with the ball and stuff. He was a tremendous athlete. He's a guy that was seven foot two. How many times now, he, he dominated? Right. Well, he, he dominated back then because a lot of, there wasn't a lot of big big centers like that. But he was seven two, which is big today. Yeah. I mean, oh, he was yeah. he was a tremendous athlete. Oh, he should be in the conversation for best basketball player of all time. I Nobody think. ever talks oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that. Now, he, he didn't have a great shot or anything, but he really didn't have to because he was so dominant. Well, yeah, it was inside. right. It was the uh, yeah the time. But but the fact that he could pull down those rebounds the way he hit it was on, yeah. oh. well. And Rocket, yeah. I didn't have his hundred point game on here just because, and honestly, it's mostly just because of the three pointer. Because I think eventually there's a chance a guy can just get high. I mean. Uh, uh, Clay Thompson scored 34 points in that quarter or whatever that time. I mean, I just think it is a In a potential. quarter, sure. Right, right. right. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it, again, it's like you never would have thought you saw a 100-point game until he did. Right. I just think that's something that somebody could but do But you, you got to want to have a coach and teammates that are going to want to feed him the ball all right, game long. Right, right, right. That's right. the thing. I mean, yeah, I, I look, I, this may be apocryphal, but from what I understand, his 100-point game was, at least to some degree, his team around him agreeing that he would be able to score 100 points. Yes. Right. And I don't think that that's likely to happen. Well, it's also, there's no there's day. no video of it, so nobody actually well, knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he may not have even scored 100 points. Yeah, no one will ever know. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, he did it against the Knicks. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I could... It did, I, I never knew that. Yes. I, <laughs> I could score 60 against the Knicks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I drop a few. Number two, so I did the one that uh, you guys were complaining about and cheating. Uh, Fernando Tatis, two grand slams in an inning. I, I mean, mean, it is, is fair, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just well, like... Well, it was cheating. I just think that, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it almost feels too good. Right, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you're like, right. It's it is like, on it's the like nose, yes. impossible. Like, yes, absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah, you just right. can't... But, but you know why? It's almost like saying, um, like, Randy Johnson will always have the record for most birds killed <laughs> in the baseball. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I guess, but... <laughs> like, this is an it's actual... It's weird that it even happened. Yeah, like, it shouldn't have even been a record until it became one. Right. Like, right. You never yeah. would have even thought two Grand Slams in an inning. Like, it's insane. Right. It's, like, how could you even... Account? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I'm, I actually wonder how many times a guy has even gotten up three times in an inning, let alone with the bases loaded every time. But You probably count on one hand. Yeah, it's I agree saying, with you. I'll bet you that may have even never happened. It may, I mean, right, maybe it, not. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That means... 18, 19 guys have to come up with a leadoff hitter three times. Right. Jeez, yeah. yeah so that's eight. at least 15 run, or 12, I guess 12, right. 13 runs probably around yeah, there. Well, it's got to be yeah, loaded, two, outs, two outs. 15 runs. Yeah. Yeah. 15, so 15 runs. Yeah. Like yep. 14 or 15 yeah. runs. Yeah. So. I would think you're already stretching the limit of how many runs have ever been scored. In right. Right. At right. that point. So, yeah. Right. It's, it's really becoming much. Uh, and then number one, Cy Young, 749 complete games. That's I mean, amazing. Wow, I can't believe it. That's it amazing. That's amazing. Same stat. I know. You know, I but it's a stat. It's a stat when you do research that just jumps out at you. Yeah. Right. Like, how does that happen? 749. Yeah. Right. That's that insane. means he lost. He lost 238 games that he that he pitched complete games in. At least. Yeah. That's right. At least. I mean, right. Yeah. So. I assume he didn't Couldn't just hang around for that extra complete game, huh? Well, I guess uh, he just wasn't built the same as uh, Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> well, he was. He was taking care of his back a little more. Get that nice yeah. round number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when men were men, let me tell you. And they pitched They pitched every three days, not every four days. I mean, uh, back then they would pitch every three days. Then they went to four. Now they go to five or six. Come on. Who's going to six? Baby and these Who guys. went to six? What? Who's going six? Oh, this this talk about they, during the season teams have gone to yeah, six. Yeah, they've been talking about that for twenty years. They haven't they never done it. No, some teams have yeah. done it for a short period of time. Uh, yeah, you see it now and then. Yeah, I wouldn't call it the norm. I will give you openers. Although you, that was your idea in the first place, Dad. Was uh, I know? Openers. I should get credit for that. But uh, well, my my idea was to pitch bullpen guys the whole game. Well, yeah, you're, right, you're, yeah. you you have you're, yeah. Your idea was all season, all hundred and sixty two games go right. Everybody gets one inning for you know. one inning for three straight days, and then you then you're off for a day. Mm. Which no, that's actually a good idea. No, it's yeah. not, but it's, it's, it's it a is good, a good it's idea. A good thought you kidding exercise. me? If everybody I mean, bu- I, if everybody buys into it, it's not it's a, a good bad thought idea. exercise. I mean, it's not again, a good it's, idea. it's it sounds like a Seinfeld thing, although more like a Kramer idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Oh god. Uh, yes, that's the first time we all have uh, the same number one on something. I believe. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah wow, right? that was incredible. Cy Young, he's the one who brought us all together. Yep. That's why they named the award after him. That's, that's right. true. That's, that's true. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us this week, guys. Uh, we will see you all next week. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone. Happy, Thank you. Happy Easter.